Case Study 0011, Dead 7, with comic Ethan Miller. A group of gunslingers must take out a horde of zombies to save a small town. Mm-hmm. I'm doing okay. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to what else to add to that. I guess I I got a new day job recently, and that's been oh, nice. That's great. That's yeah. great. That's great. Uh, did this movie affect that in any way? No, it did. I I should. I thought about watching it at work because now I'm working in one of those places that's like a um a very specialty retail shop, which is oh. great because you just don't not nobody comes in. Like they're like, oh, we had a busy day, and then you look at it and like five people walk <laughs> in the door. You're like this is this is amazing. <laughs> So I, sh- I should have watched it while I was at work. I was talking about it while I was at work. My coworker was on board for watching it, but we just ran out of time. Can I ask you a question about this movie? Are are you familiar with boy bands at all? Like enough. So okay. So the most fun thing is the the last. So pre pandemic, I was a bartender. Yeah. And one of the last places I worked was uh, a concert venue. Yeah. Out in Rosemont. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was like good money. But it was always like really trash acts that came through. Uh-huh. So I have seen almost every one of those boy bands uh, in the last three years. Uh, that is insane. <laughs> in the last three years. And like and so at their work. prime. Like and at work. And and at work. Yeah. Like <laughs> at like like I like look up and I'll be like, Isn't this and then like wait, who is it tonight? And they're like, It's O Town. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, like like oh like Oh. Oh, okay. Town. Cool. Yeah, like those guys. And then uh, so I've seen what <clears throat> I was. I had a conversation with Aaron Carter like a year ago, two years, well, right before the six months before the pandemic started. You're getting coke from him. No, it was one of those. <laughs> he doesn't do coke anymore. He's graduated on to meth and all oh, of the I'm harder so speeds at this I'm point. I'm so sorry. But it was definitely. Um, he has one of those. Uh, you know those like selfie light donuts that you put mm-hmm, on your phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He has one on his phone all the time. This is just always on wow. there. Wow. It was great. It was. I was like. That seems inconvenient. That's a move. Where that's, are you going to put that when you're not using it? I mean, you have an assistant, I guess. Oh, I don't know. there you go. This has very little to do with this movie other than I've done, boy I bands. mean, I disagree. It's, I guess it's true. It is. There is a through line to this movie. And it is. Guess what that boy band guy uh, that isn't Justin Timberlake has been doing. I think that um, before we even start talking about the movie, I need to list off. Who was in this movie playing what part? Because I am un- completely unfamiliar with all of these people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and as you like read off a name, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, that right. guy. Yeah. Except for Joey Fatone because right. he's he's Joey Fatone. I don't know. Was okay. he the... Okay. He was my, my least favorite character that turned into my favorite character. Oh, and he is the comic relief in this. Yes. Like, he is 100%. Yes. Which, I mean, okay. I watched it and thought to myself, I think someone, okay, I think if somebody <laughs> actually gave Joey Fatone a real shot at something, and yeah. he might somewhere, I don't know. I don't know how what I'm trying to say here. I'm trying to say that, like, 
I didn't hate him in this movie. I agree. But I hated everything that came out of his mouth. Uh, that is 100% accurate. <laughs> yeah, like, it is, like, you're like, who wrote this? And then who decided that this take was the take? I feel like he wrote but that he's charming. Like, but he, yeah, like, he's charming. Like, he improvised enough. all of that. He was just like... Maybe it's just his daily life now. Yeah, yes. I bet, I'm, yes. I'm not putting Joey Fatone past having explosive straps to his chest <laughs> in case he turns into a zombie at I any mean, given point. You gotta be prepared. Right. Okay, let me just uh, rattle this off. Nick Carter was Jack, who looked stunning in this movie. So Okay, also, was Jack... He was the one that everyone was like, ooh, he's never going to show up. He's uh, right. the outsider. Oh, he was the, the brother, right? Yes, yes. Not the guy with the girlfriend. No. Because they looked identical to me. Like, I kept, I mean... Well, one wore a cowboy hat and one wore an American flag baseball cap. That is not identical. That That's is, yeah. The only reason I could tell them apart. Yeah, I mean, I could tell them <laughs> apart, but I also just like didn't. Then it would like transition to something else, and I'd be like, "Is he the brother? Yeah. Is it the brother or the yeah. guy? I don't remember." Yeah. So Joey Fatone was Whiskey Joe. Right. Only only character name I know. God bless it. Uh, Jeff Timmons, who I don't know if is actually in anything, like a boy band, is was Billy, who I don't even remember who Billy was. Was Billy the Joker one? No. AJ McLean was Johnny Vermillion. Who is who the, was like the, the, the jestery I'm yeah. wacky. The one with lots of t- the, the clear who's in the blonde kid in Flight Club. He's also in Blade Runner. He's like uh, a Brad huge Pitt. actor. <laughs> no Why am I losing his name? You think um, about that and I'll keep going. Eric Michael Estrada, who I believe is from, from O Town. Yeah, he is from O Town. He was the one who's the ninja, right? Yeah, he was the, the, the very like, not Asian. Yeah, ninja. like the, uh, so. Um, the question I had with this too is: it more offensive to just make it a stereotype, <laughs> well, or was it less racist to go with the clearly not Asian guy? It, it was, but then every other person, every other like uh-huh. ethnic person who showed up was a wild stereotype. In- oh my god, <laughs> including the Furiosa slash native american like white woman yeah yeah i was like with oh, a God. gray ass wig that looked like the fakiest wig i've ever seen yeah like i might even own that wig <laughs> jared uh, leto was the name i was thinking of why was i oh he was in fight club yeah he was um do you remember the the blonde no, guy i never saw it that's fine <laughs> you don't need to i only watch asylum movies for my whole life that's fair. Um, Serene, or so, is that her name? The Furiosa. I I don't even know. Uh, that's actually Nick Carter's wife in okay. real life. Okay. Nepotism. I mean, this. If you look at the further, like it was written by Nick Carter. It was uh-huh. directed by the person who uh-huh. directed Nick Carter's music videos. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is not like I'm not no, surprised. No, 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 no. It was it was a buddy. They like somebody had fifty grand. Like. Like a bunch of in sync plus or Backstreet Boys songs uh-huh. got played one yeah. Christmas season, <laughs> and this is and we got this movie like in 2015. <laughs> and I and I thank them all for it. Right. There's Howie Duro. I don't know where he's from, but I know I read he was in one of the boy bands. He played uh, Vaquero. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I- he was like the the Hispanic guy. Oh right, right, right. Uh, Chris uh, the sniper. Chris Kirkpatrick. 
Kirkpatrick, who also, not sure what band, but he was in one. He was uh, Mayor Shelby. And I think that covered... Oh! Was- oh! And then there's a scene where they're in a bar and the deputy kicks everybody out. And this one guy, he looks totally out of place and is not an acting person. It, I was like, this is a cameo. And I don't know who this is, but I know it's a cameo. It's the lead singer for Everclear. Ah. Which... Boy Here again, Everclear. just somebody they knew yep. popped in. I mean, to be fair, that's how all of this stuff gets done. That's <laughs> true. Like that's at every true. level, like even like Christopher Nolan works with six people, and it's because he knows them and likes right, them. Right, exactly. But this is just uh, this is a smorgasbord of boy bands, and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then Deborah Wilson from Mad TV was Apocalypta, and she was awesome she was gross and like her tattoos are beautiful i don't know if they were appropriate for the character but i just thought she was great because is i'm also really curious to know what your interpretation of this plot was because (laughs) as far as i can tell there wasn't no really one there wasn't a good one like i'm not gonna say there wasn't a good one there wasn't one right (laughs) i didn't know oh i thought it was just like star wars and the other movie that was based off the magnificent seven uh they were trying to get somebody or right yeah they were trying to get the girl from mad tv but who was a voodoo witch yeah i got kind of wobbly there yeah also they kept calling them copperheads yep and i was i was like are they gonna and then they're just like, eh, they're, it was copper mine. And you're like, okay. Yeah, but why okay. though? But like, the, what is... They're zombies that worked in a copper mine. So obviously, they're copperheads. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's definitely... That one was definitely... I chalked it up to... I feel like I know... I'm not gonna. I'm not going to speak ill of like Nick Carter's music writing abilities. Sure. Or any of his like performing abilities. He's sure, a good sure. performer. Sure, sure. He's a great dancer. He's a great singer. Sure, sure, sure. I'm just gonna throw out there that maybe screenwriting <laughs> isn't his forte. To be fair, he only came up with a story. Okay, so the story, but which <laughs> was to be fair, was kind of <laughs> like if there was if you were telling me like I had to pick, you were like you can either rewrite something in this universe or you can just like completely or you can just like change. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm what I'm getting at. I'm just like wandering off to nothing. You, you're what you're trying to get at is it's like one of your favorite movies you've seen in years. I it's get definitely. it. Definitely. Um, there's okay at the beginning of the movie, Apocalypta is like talking to some guy she captured, and um, oh yeah, does she have like special zombies? Is that part of the? She like trains them by injecting them with zombie juice. And then she's like, you're my guide. <laughs> you have to obey was, me. And then, like, I realized that, like, the, the thing that they were trying to do with the, um, uh, like, is, like, when people's eyes went completely black, mm-hmm. they were, like, turning into a zombie. And then I noticed in, like, the last sequence, the, the guy who was dressed like the Joker the entire time. Yeah. Who was ripping off Jared Leto. That's why I was looking up for his name. Because he was that, it was his Joker that they were ripping off pretty wholesale. Yeah. He had one blacked out eye. I noticed that too, and at the very end, I noticed. Yes, it. yes, yes, and I didn't even notice the black eyes until the very end, 
with one zombie before that happening. Right. And then I was like, oh, they have black eyes. And now he has one. Maybe he, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's like half zombie. I think, which is an interesting enough idea, I guess, in the... Was he always half zombie or is I don't know. I don't remember anything. I don't think new so. Happening there. Oh, my favorite sequence early on in the movie was when the blonde girl went and got a message sent out to the brother who was oh, Nick Daisy Carter. Oh, Daisy Jane. Mm-hmm. And the guy, the the guy who was delivering the message, rolls up on a motorcycle and then just dumps it. <laughs> just not like like gets off of it and then just dumps, like just pushes it over. And I just, couldn't tell if he pushed it, it over. He was just like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> right? It was like it's not it's not driving currently. I don't know what to do with this. And it was it was also like not like he like stopped and like assessed the situation. No. Like this is where this guy is. No. He literally just like rode up, jumped off of it while it was moving. <laughs> Someone fired a rifle at him and then was like, oh. I I have letters. Yeah, I have a letter for you. (laughs) For you, a person in a field with a rifle. Obviously, we've had no exchange with. (laughs) I don't know for sure that I have a message for you. I have a message for someone who's supposed to be in this field. Yes, and you are in this field. And you're in this field. So it's for you. I mean, I guess. Logic would dictate that you're at least on the right direction. But you you got someone shooting on you. Also, did you notice that the the um, the black guy that was the sheriff that was early on in the movie? First off, there was like he's the one who like put them all together in the bar, and you were talking about the guy from Everclear. He had the big sideburns that were falling that guy off. Was not black. Okay. He was like I don't know if he was real Native American, but they really put like a stereotypical accent of Native American. I was definitely, t- I definitely was. I'm a quiet TV <laughs> watcher like, too. <laughs> all I know, and also all I could notice is that his sideburns were not glued on properly. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> but like what? Like his the the his left one uh-huh. was hanging off the entire time he was on screen. <laughs> It would. There was like you could see the bottom of uh-huh. the sideburn wig. Yeah, no, they were bananas. They mm-hmm. looked like two pieces of leather. And then was the, the the guy with the eye patch that he was that he that was whispering and then yelling was was he supposed to be the mayor? Yes. <laughs> okay. That was the mayor. Yes. Yeah. He had one sequence and he just like whispered for a second, yelled for a second. <laughs> he was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> and everyone was like, "Oh my god, the language." Yeah. It was. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, one of the things about this movie that I really liked, this happened in another movie earlier, they have chapters. Yeah. Nice little bite-sized morsels of movie. That was also, I didn't um, notice. I was like, just kind of like writing a note or like kind of not paying the most attention until like, I don't know, the fifth one. (laughs) So I was like, have been doing this this entire time? You're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> right. And I love the fact that, like, both, they would do the thing where they would, like, they tried to do the interstitial, like, this is this person, mm-hmm, give mm-hmm. them, like, a freeze frame thing. But first off, they didn't do it with everybody. Nope. They, it, and, and second off, yeah. sometimes they introduced the person beforehand, uh-huh. then showed it. Yep. Sometimes they showed it, uh-huh. then introduced the person. Yep. Sometimes they just showed it and yep. didn't introduce the person. Yep. <laughs> and sometimes they just didn't have anything. Consistency was not the key here. Yeah. The first chapter was the attack on Harper's Junction. Right. And that's when we meet the guy who's not Jack, but I don't remember his name. 
He wears an American flag hat. Right, the brother. Yes. Right. And I completely do not believe that a person that would wear an American flag baseball hat would live through a pandemic apocalypse. There's no way. He's not getting any shots. He's not well-armed with knowledge. It's fair. Copperhead. And then the, the currency is their teeth. That Dude. was also confusing to me, too. Well, was how like, is that valuable? Bottle caps are more valuable. And then Fallout's on a water system. It's like, crazy. Yes. And so, like, the Copperheads come through this little sleepy town where all these quaint people are doing chores and whatnot. And the sheriff, the whole time, is sitting back in a chair, snoozing, hog-shoeing. Yeah. As, like... <laughs> And and like gets killed sitting like it does not move. It it was it was as if they cast someone who then died on set. <laughs> he was in a coma when they shot this. They're shooting guns like ten feet away from him. Right, and he's just like hog shoe, hog shoe. Yeah. Nope, he deserved to die. That's I mean, what I'm saying. That's fair. And then we. <laughs> There's also like a bunch of sequences where like a zombie will show up and then the person will just do nothing about it this the people it was weird because there were slow zombies there were fast zombies there were rambling zombies there were zombies that could climb up on top of houses and everyone's reactions were just stupid to all of it yep that there are so many scenes of people just like walking through a horde with like n no problem whatsoever <laughs> they're just like bloop yeah which is why i was confused wondering like is the first person you see do that is this joker guy and this was like maybe he has some special voodoo power i don't know they never talked about it they nope. never explained it nope i mean i guess you know you're supposed to show not tell it's the first thing they teach you yeah school. they don't do either here no, yeah. <laughs> some guy gets on a motorcycle and rides up and i was like look out ladies we got a badass on a bike and then he shoots two zombies in front like directly in front of two women and if that were to happen, IRL, those bullets would have been straight to the zombies' heads and then shot the women in the head both times because they were right there. It made me crazy. And I love that they got the interstitial shot of specifically like the girl reacting to get covered, getting covered in blood. Yes. <laughs> Which you no. know, honestly, was probably the sequence where like someone, the person who ran the art department. Uh huh had an idea yep and they were like yeah fuck it why not like we can right. go Th where's this blood splatter coming from i mean oh no answer my question where is this blood splatter coming it is from com it's coming low high too uh it is coming from the bullet that's right in front of her face <laughs> true but it also like when you look at it in camera he shoots the back <laughs> of the zombie's head and then when it cuts in it is like the blood comes from the ground towards them. <laughs> that happens a lot in these movies. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we got, look out, gents. We got a badass in a Jeep and a blonde lady pulls up in a Jeep that's super cool. And she like goes and shoots some guys or something. I don't remember. I just remember a Jeep. Yeah. I love the fact that at this point, the note that I have is, so I did some PA work Yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. And I've worked on some, I'm not going to bring up any movies' names because they're they're like this caliber of mm -hmm, movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of curious to know like what the culture on the set was because every time, 
the the most fun thing about working on one of those sets is yeah. that everybody behind the camera knows it's awful. See? And everybody in front of the camera is like really trying their hardest. Do they know? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked on a couple where people like where like over time it became uh, apparent and like the directors and the AD and and the people who are like starting to kind of get on set are starting to realize now nah, this movie's <laughs> Trash. This movie's gonna be really bad. This movie's <laughs> gonna be awful. I gotta, I gotta think that anyone who has anything to do with Asylum knows exactly what they're going into. I mean, it's a paycheck, honestly. Oh, that's, absolutely. At the end of the day, that's what it is. But there's like, there's some of these movies. They're like, you got kind of big stars in them, and yeah, it's just a paycheck, sure. Right. But is they it, keep coming back. It's like the entire like VOD. I mean. This, what, like two weeks ago, that entire like shooting happened in one of these type of movies, right? Oh, I don't even know what the kind of movie that was. So it was it was an action movie that was built to be sold overseas, mm. made on a low, low budget, and was going to be a VOD, straight to VOD oh, drop for us. So this well, that is makes of, so much more sense It makes so now. much more sense why all of like the non-union people, all yeah. the stuff, but then you still had a weird big star. Well, yeah. It's that's... because he's bankable in China and yep. is making it, taking a huge... Because they'll... <sighs> Because it's not they'll see anything. They just how do you know? Like how, exactly. like if you're in from in part of uh, like a foreign culture and you're like it has X movie star in it. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. I would have liked to seen that now. Oh yeah, Apocalypta. She like Apocalypta. She like pokes some dude's eye out. She was awesome. She was not given enough to do in this movie. No, she well, I bet that she was like. I bet she, she was the only one who had something else booked. Absolutely, and she mm -hmm. was like, "I can only yeah. be there for three days." Exactly. You write the part for three days. Exactly. Give me some like way too much stuff to wear and vaguely bondish, and I'll do it. Which those people on the said movie sets I was talking about are are the ones having the most fun. Yeah. We're like, I'm only going to be here for a week. They start demanding things because they know they can. Yeah. It ends up being really annoying for the people like working on the set because you just, <laughs> you're like, you're like, he's like, you know how much this movie costs to make. Like, you are not like. That's not why you're here. Right. Like, you, you can't just start. You're not, you are not like Bruce Willis making demands. Like, you can't. <laughs> no one is. But I'm sure it feels like oh. that. I'm sure. I think the. Part of the um, excuse to make this movie is because they all have like steampunk fetishes that they really wanted to play out. At least for Joy Fatone, for sure. Yeah, he did. I think, I think it was that. I honestly think somebody like took some LSD <laughs> and like watched, I don't know, Tombstone or something like that. <laughs> oh, that's or, so badass. Or, we could what? do that. I bet it was The Postman. You ever watched The Postman? <laughs> no, I didn't. The old like Kevin Costner apocalypse movie where he's no. like a mailman. The entire movie is like focused around him being a mailman in right. the apocalypse. Better movie than this, for sure. What? Yeah, I know. I got I I gotta say up front, I didn't hate this movie. I why well, I, I should hate this movie. <laughs> we should all hate it, but I didn't. It's one of those movies that I sat and watched and all I could think about is I've seen this movie in film school. <laughs> at so many different uh -huh. but at so many different lengths. Uh-huh. I've seen it at five minutes, at ninety minutes. <laughs> I've seen anywhere in between. I've seen this quality of movie so many times. Uh -huh. And so like there is something lovable about it. It's there's something mm. great that's about 
people do it making the dream happen for little to no money. It's like coming home. Right. I love a zombie movie. I mean, that's like my favorite genre of all time. And I know it's an unpopular opinion. And I hate Westerns more than anything on earth. Interesting. But I really had fun with this movie. That's fair. I mean, this movie wasn't really... A, it was a Western in the sense that it definitely tried to steal as many plot yes. points from the Magnificent Seven. That also came mm. out the same year. They came out the same year. No. It was the, the remake one. Okay, yeah. I was going to say... Not the uh, original one. Not uh, the Steve McQueen me, film one. school guy. Uh, no. No, the, the, the one that flopped. I don't even remember with... them doing a remake. Yeah, That's and it why. had Denzel Washington in it. Oh. <laughs> like, it had, like, it had, like... A bunch of stars in it, and it came out in 2016 and flopped because nobody likes westerns. Yeah, they're boring. I don't want to see like if I was like if I'm gonna watch a western, I'm gonna sit down and watch like a Sierra Leone like a old 70s western. That's they're Some, great. Like old racist yeah, old like, man with <laughs> racist like, stereotypes. Like I'll give watch, me stereotypes, damn it. I'll, I'll like I'll watch like Once Upon a Time in the West a thousand times before I'll watch something about western like 310 to Yuma. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Pl- I don't know. I don't know. It was. Uh, I mean, it was the most recent western I can think of that did well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it probably came out in like 2010, 2011. Oh my god, I was thinking it was from the seventies. I have no idea with westerns. I don't. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. They can, they can like, be whatever. They could also like you could be like sixties, seventies. They'd be like, no, that one's from the twenties. Like that happens right, too. Right, right, right. Yeah. They're all gross and everyone's dirty and cold and they probably smell bad. It just seems that's anything like... anything that's set in the past. I think about that all the time. Yes. Like if, if it, like you watch an episode of like Game of Thrones and I'm like, oh, everything gross. smelled so bad, so bad. And they had actually like toilets in the castles. It's got to be disgusting. There's no running water in there. They're wearing Everywhere. those clothes every day. The same ones. I mean, not uh, much has changed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, there is also, I was thinking about this, because I wrote down that, like, when is the soundtrack from, or where? what is the soundtrack? <laughs> is it from 2007? And that made me think, there is a version of this movie that could have done really Yeah. Like, oh. this movie made in 2003 uh, oh, mm-hmm, would have mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm. probably been, like, it probably would have would have gotten a rewrite or two, let's be sure, honest. Sure, 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 sure. They probably would have gotten an actual director attached to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Technicalities. Right. But, like, you know. That's the other thing with the soundtrack. I was like, half of it sounded like fake grunge, and the other half sounded like boy bands covering grunge sounds. Which is what songs. it all was, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I was so confused. Like, I'm, I'm, are they, like, marketing the soundtrack to be another moneymaker for the people involved in this movie? Acting okay. I think I think I think they were using the resources they had, which was just a bunch of boy bands <laughs> who yeah. were like, "Well, I can just score this. That's like what I do." And to be fair, the score was better than the screenplay. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. It was at least playing to people's strengths. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay, we got to get to chapter fucking two because we got like eight chapters or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Not really. We don't have to go over them all. But <laughs> that's when we uh, meet, or at least they claim to introduce the Magnificent Seven. Which is like four people at this point. Too. Yeah. They introduce the chapter as the Magnificent Seven. And or, then there's like four or five yeah, people. Who, they introduce four people. Four people. And then... 
Do they even come up with seven people? It's like like I I think they do eventually. Like I think like by the end of the movie they've acquired the seventh person. But by the end of the movie, half the people have died off, so they never yeah. actually get to fucking seven. There's never seven people in one room together. No, that's never. <laughs> it's a Spider-Man Clark Kent situation. Yeah, like it's no, that's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so first we meet Whiskey Joe. Um, who is playing poker uh-huh. and winning winning and gets accused of cheating. Right. I'm sure he is because he's Whiskey Joe. <laughs> right. He has a <laughs> reputation to live up to. And obviously. then there's an awesome fight scene because he got accused of cheating. And the guy's like, I got a new game. It's called Let's See If You Can Get Out of Here Alive, and he pulls the which gun, is huh? a horrible name for a game. No, yeah. Nobody wants to play that game. <laughs> But he kills them all or whatever. I don't know. I don't he know. hits them with a whiskey bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like every scene where he is outside and he's either peeing or he's just swaying back and forth because he's wasted. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed both of those things. <laughs> I loved seeing him pee and I loved to see him sway in his drunkenness. Do you think they wrote the part with him in mind? Mm-hmm. Or do you think they wrote the part and then he was like the best at it? <laughs> no, I think they wrote the part with him in mind. And then he's like, this isn't drunk enough. I'm going to I'm gonna this. I'm going to start hiccuping every once in a while. <laughs> because that's a thing. I'm going to start do. singing uh, weird tavern songs that no one's heard in 50 years. Yeah, that was him. In my mind, I like to think that they wrote the character, and then yeah. Joey came in and blew him away. <laughs> they were like, holy, <laughs> holy shit, shit, dude. <laughs> dude. Like, I did not know you had that in you. I mean, you're a sober guy. You've been sober all your life. How? Is that a thing about Joey? No, Fintone? I have I don't no know. idea. Because <laughs> I would be like, I would be like, good for him. If, honestly, if that's the... He nailed it. I was I was convinced he was He drunk. stole the show. Yep, absolutely. Even though I really wanted to hate him. He, he stole my heart. So he, they were like, hey, we're getting, we're getting the band back together. Which also, <laughs> like, ever, everybody's, intro- there's nobody's linked to one another. Like, no. there's no, we don't know how anybody, there's the two people who are brothers, the one girlfriend. Yep. yep. Everyone else just kind of randomly. Yep. I just, know, how did we even find Whiskey Joe? Is Some, he friends with someone? Uh, Does he know sheriff person with the missing sideburn? Oh, Maybe I don't remember. So they're like, "Hey, I got or Joey's like, or sorry, excuse me, Whiskey Joe's like, (laughs) hey, I got someone else. He's perfect. He would sign his marriage certificate with a whatever, some kind of bullet. What is that? Is that a thing people say? That's not a turn of (laughs) phrase that people have. People don't. What is that? I love this woman so much. I'm gonna shoot this marriage license to sign it. All right." If that's what you're into. I guess. Maybe that's... I don't know if you can legally make that your signature. <laughs> I mean, somebody... One of your listeners from... I'm trying to think of a state that's, you know, like... Utah? Filled with guns. Oh. Could you, if you were in, say... Alabama? Florida, Alabama? I mean, realistically, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Could you, like, legally make your signature? 
shooting something? Like, could you do that? Like, you know, that's gonna be really inconvenient after a while. It would not for the person who does that though. <laughs> <laughs> the person who does that loves that every day. Going to the bank, shooting, <laughs> shooting, <laughs> shooting the counter. <laughs> we just need you to sign here. Bam. <laughs> Just initial here. Oh, fuck. Here's he pulls a out a twenty-two. <laughs> he pulls out a little gun. Yep, Close that's how a little uh, airsoft. Right. So his name was Vasquez. Is that what it? Vas. Is that the, the... no Vaquero? Vaquero. Um, that's Vaquero. He's a he's a sniper. Right. And then we get Komodo. Right. Right. Who's the the guy from O Town? Yeah, he's a vigilante ninja. Right. Named Komodo. Because they could definitely not come up with a better name. Yeah, than that. you know, I and I, the stereotypes—they were just like, let's pick like twenty different Asian things and put it into one person that's not Asian, right? Who's Puerto Rican? <laughs> <laughs> Very likely. Yeah, like I could look it up. I mean, he's a famous person. I'm sure I could find out. But and then that's when we what? find out that teeth are currency, which is the stupidest currency in the world. Everyone has teeth. Right. It's like is that it's like universal income. I would love the uh, the like news story of the entrepreneur <laughs> that, that got his start by it's knocking out five fairy. of his molars. You know what I mean? Like it's like I just came to this country and I started started it. It's the American a, dream. Yeah. The other side of it too, if they link it later on, right? Because they call them copperheads, and later on they say that it's linked to these copper mines. Right. In my mind, that would say that most uh-huh. of the United States is fine. Like not zombie apocalypse? Yeah, because... Oh, that's a fair assessment. Because right, because if it's linked to copper yeah. mines, there's not a... T- I like looked it up. Like, like there's a decent amount of copper mines in the United States, but it's not like... And it was a global pandemic, so maybe only the copper mines I also were loved affected. that it was like pre all of the COVID stuff. So yes! they didn't have the right... They kept calling like epidemics and all... Like, yep. They kept using different... We're like, no, 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 we figured this out now. We've streamlined <laughs> we this now. now. You guys are so dumb about this because we've lived it. Right. Okay, and then we meet Jack. <laughs> it, we meet Jack in... He's the guy in... the. He's the guy. That's the sequence of the motorcycle dumping, yep. right? That's yep. we see motorcycle him dumping. in that. Like that's the first introduction of him. <laughs> and I, my my understanding of Nick Carter is nothing. I don't know Nick Carter at all. He's he's uh, TMZ fodder is all I know him right. for. He was is he? I think he was probably wasn't he like the most famous Backstreet Boy? Probably. I didn't even know he was in the Backstreet Boys till I read IMDb. I thought he was like in a. O-Town or something. I don't know. He no, was... he's one of the big ones. He yeah, was definitely yeah, yeah. in Backstreet Boys. But it... I think he was like the most famous one in Backstreet Boys. Wait a minute. Who else is in Backstreet Boys? Because NSYNC is the one with Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake uh... is the most famous one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But of the two big ones were NSYNC <laughs> and Backstreet Boys. At least in my mind. They oh, were, no, for sure. Know, like, they were definitely the biggest ones. I don't know anything about them, but I know that. I know. and The only thing I know is that... <laughs> Justin Timberlake was in NSYNC mm-hmm. and now because of watching this movie mm-hmm. I know that Nick Carter was in Backstreet Boys <laughs> but I knew the name Nick Carter he was famous enough to get his little brother famous right and I so, think that I confused the two of them right which you should because yeah. like they, they write the same music right they're the same they've been person. relevant they've been relatives they and they were relevant at the same time and then they became irrelevant at the same time <laughs> bless yeah but i he, i always have this picture of him as just like this 
guy who's trying too hard. And I gotta admit, like, in this movie, he kind of played it really well. Like, I knew that he was a gross boy band guy. But at the same time, he kind of looked like who that character was supposed to be. This is part of the what I was saying. Like, if this movie's made in 2003 when he's in the height of his fame, yeah, no, it and gets be. a real screen screenwriter, yeah, they yeah. find an actual acting coach for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. he would be, uh-huh. he would be as famous as Justin Timberlake, probably. Yes. Like, oh, it, yeah. Oh, like, because absolutely. at that point, I mean, like, the, like you know, I keep pulling 2003 because that's when 28 Days Later came out. So that'd be like uh... height. That'd be like height popularity of like zombies were right. in in that moment. Like right. that was that was the minute, and mm-hmm. like. Boy bands, like that would have been. The oh my god, that would have been perfect. I mean, he probably you know had. But to, at the same he was time, blessed with the idea in 2016. Right. You can't, <laughs> you can't rush these things. No, it's lightning in a bottle. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. But also, he would have been 13 years younger, so he would not have been able to do it because he just would have looked like a little boy, and it would have bothered me. That's also true. But that you you know maybe you rewrite it and you make him the. Timothy Chalamet character. I don't know. <laughs> I also just saw this? Dune. No. <laughs> I also just saw Dune this week, and I will say this one: Was Dune is good? it's a good movie. I couldn't spoil it for anybody if I tried. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know what all happened in it, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Oh. I will go see the second one. I'm just ready for now, now that this new Dune movie came out. I'm just really excited for every toxic man in my life to tell me that fear is the mind killer. I, guess. <laughs> I thought I was done with it with college. Nope. nope. Here it comes around the corner. <laughs> All right, now we got chapter three: plan of attack. We're so we're not so we're we're so, we're in the first like thirty minutes. Of yeah, this yeah, movie. yeah. Like this is not. Yeah, no. It's because there's so much to talk about that has nothing to do about the movie. Look, I've got like ten more pages. In that. <laughs> we're just gonna like. How do you have ten these. more? Pa- not nothing. Ha- like just nothing <laughs> happens in this movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> A lot of my notes are like, this is what's happening right now because I will forget what happens in this. That's movie. That's also fair. That's fair. Uh, okay, so like this note. They walk through this warehouse, and one of them says, big ass door. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. So far, um, the two favorite lines I've written down are, kill this psycho witch, which is a good one. (laughs) And they were like, oh, we go out there, we're going to die. And then they look to one character, and he just goes, everybody's got to die someday. And that has to be the lock line of the movie, right? Like, that has to be when they no. were, like, elevator pitching it. No, no. The log line is, I believe it's a Backstreet Boys uh, like lyric? movie title. yeah, Or song title. Nice. Larger than life. Larger than... That's the log line for this movie? Yeah, it's a Backstreet Boys song. Uh, which, I mean, wasn't it, like, a Backstreet Boys album? Oh, right? I don't know. I, don't know. I think so. I think pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that was, like, their big album. Okay. Which and is it, fine. But totally explains this movie yeah, so hard. Definitely got this movie in a nutshell, which is, to be fair, it's kind of true because you're going to spend this entire movie going like, oh, look at that boy band guy. <laughs> <laughs> what was Which one was he in? That's what you're going to spend the entire movie doing. That's exactly how I spent this movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I spent more time looking at my phone just Googling <laughs> random. Right. No. Like, I was watching this? it on my phone at first and I was like, I have to look stuff up right now. I cannot be watching this <laughs> oh, on no, my I, phone. I threw up like the curtains, got it dark. <laughs> Set it the mood. The, yeah. Threw it on the big, t- big TV. Got a glass of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Drank every time Joey Fatone took a drink. <laughs> oh, that's what I should have done. 
then they mentioned Serene. Yeah, I think that's her name. Serene I, is the, the, the guide? The guide. And I, my note is, oh, is she going to be a native stereotype? <laughs> kind of. Like, kind of like a... Um, Kind of like a white face stereotype, like like a yeah. like there's a lot of uh, oh yeah, she wasn't like mm. no, it's it's not like um, I'm it's, it's not appropriation like watching, right. is what it was yeah that's that's really the, that's what it, very Coachella vibes oh my god absolutely from the torn crocheted vest to the yeah. weird ass wig that looked like it was gonna melt if it got in the sun for too long oh my god I cannot say enough bad things about this wig and I don't. When you're making a movie for this amount of money, mm-hmm. you think that people's natural hair color will just have to suffice, right? Like, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, if you're only spending twenty bucks on the wig, you know who cares? <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess that's true. That's not a big line item for the budget. No, 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 no. All right. So there's this weird. There's this weird scene that, like, the ninja and Trixie. I learned her name later. I learned. I learned. <laughs> We're gonna get to my favorite sequence, Pro- possibly in film. Period. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. In this sequence, they're standing in the middle of the field and like they're not making out, but like talking about making out. Right. It was. It was. And then there was like a zombie next to him that they kept stabbing, but it was all like it was like comical. <laughs> It was how many times they had to stab the so- like, and Just it was <laughs> stab it through the fucking brain. Also, it was the same piece of footage. Was it? When I they would cut back, that. it was the same zombie with the same piece of footage <laughs> reaching the same way. They just cut the same piece of footage three times. Like they they just took the same take from the zombie reaching yeah, yeah. at them. They just used it three times. I think at this point I looked at IMDb and noticed comedy was next to the title. Yeah, I mean. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean. They at least kind of knew. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they got done and they kind of knew. Yeah, I should yeah. look up the last movie I worked on and see if it's also. Because it was not a heavy comedy, but it had its moments where they like, it check was, this out. Wink, wink, nudge, it nudge. It was aiming at being a comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, I, Yeah. Man, okay. I hope they somebody finally talked. Okay, I'm not. I I don't want to like shit talk this movie because <laughs> I didn't work on it. But I do hope, and I will tell you the name, the title of this movie. You can tell me, and I'll cut it out. The title of this movie, and no one could talk the director out of it. Oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> no. And no, and we were like telling him why it was a bad idea. I was, we were like sitting there being like, no, no, no. Like, do we need to like show you why this is a bad idea? This is an awful idea. <laughs> and then you told him, he was like, I don't see the problem. Yeah. Cause I definitely wanted to go back and see what the critical reception of this movie was. Oh, for sure. Okay. So I, th- I think this is where I missed a chapter. I don't know. Whatever. But so- what? It'll be fine, I think. No, no it, I need to know the chapter. I really enjoy when there's a chapter in a movie because then I can like compress yeah, each you can just, like, little put chapter a little... as a movie. Right. Its and, own little... And you can kind of like watch it as its own little chapter. Yeah, because yeah. then Maybe I Maybe they're trying to sell it as a TV show first. Yes. I bet you they were because it was picked up and distributed by sci-fi. So. Yeah, exactly. And they ran those movies that I will not name and also Z Nation, right. which they make. Anyway, um, 
One thing I notice is that they don't observe zombie apocalypse rules about being quiet. They're all just like, pow, 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 there's zombies everywhere, but they don't see us until right now, pow, pow, pow. Right, and I loved that there was the only sequence where they like tried to make a big deal out of it. The guy grabs a lead pipe and then beats the next zombie, and then a bunch of zombies show up anyways. <laughs> like, like, the same thing happens. So it, it genuinely doesn't matter. No, yeah. it absolutely does not. Yeah. Um, we get a really good shot of uh, them running over a zombie head with a Jeep tire. That was beautiful. Did you miss that part? I think I might have missed that. Oh, it was great. Uh, um, how did I miss it? I wonder then, how they dressed that cantaloupe up. Oh, it wasn't. There was like white parts inside the skull that just looked like it was styrofoam or something. It, it was it still was. great. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we go to Apocalypse, Apocalypta doing whatever she does. And right. this is when I noticed she has weird things hanging off her ear, earrings. And I was like, Are they, they look like the tampons. Yeah, they look like tampons. Um. <laughs> I guess they do kind of look like tampons. They also look like um, weight gauges. This is also a weird thing. I'm a person who's done a billion things in my life. I worked in a tattoo shop for a little while. Uh-huh. And so like there's a thing called a weighted gauge. So like when you mm-hmm. stretch your ears out and then you don't want to wear the big plugs anymore, you like take a weight and it will keep your ear open. Oh. And I think that's what that's for. Well, later I figured out they were like toes or oh was that thumbs. what it was or thumbs or something but for the longest time they were well, they're pretty clearly like look like tampons yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. bloody tampons because it's the apocalypse which is probably what the fake toes were made out of. yeah yeah with maybe the oh what's it? applicator hmm. anyway uh chapter four journey to <laughs> apocalypta and there's a shot like there's a shot of Jay-Z Dane (laughs) Jay-Z Jade and um to be honest if they threw Jay-Z in this movie I would have been (laughs) I would have I would have been so turned up all of a sudden I would be like fucking really (laughs) let's do this let's go all right you got Jay involved shit damn like and from that moment just his scenes I can tell you would just have like immaculate yeah, like he would have. He was like, no, oh, no, you're not you shooting with that me? camera. Oh no, no, no! But then he would have taken his camera. At least in my mind, that's the funnier <laughs> version of this movie. Every scene he's in is like a. It's like crisp 4K. Yep, it's the op- <laughs> opposite of the um the Vaseline on the lens. It's right. like gorgeous. Um, but they're totally asleep in the 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 front of the jeep. Like their sleep acting was like me in the back seat of my parents car not wanting to wake up and walk to the house so i'm like oh carry me <laughs> anyway oh yeah so nick carter's walking around he's like trying to scope out the situation and he sees another truck and he goes to the back of the truck and he whips this tarp and there's like two dead bodies in the back of the tarp. <laughs> i'm in the back of the truck and um conveniently somebody had um cut the word bait on the chest of one of these corpses so now we know what that corpse is there for (laughs) otherwise i would have been totally lost right you you know label your food before you leave it in the employee (laughs) fridge maybe that's somebody's name right they don't want anyone else to touch it right 
Wasn't that the truck like at the there's like a there's like a cold open they're like in a oh, truck. Oh yeah yeah. Wasn't and it I, the same truck? It was the same truck and they Is it supposed to be the same truck or is it no, just No, it was cuz they had the same driver earlier in that. I just wasn't scene. you know. Yeah. It could have just been the same truck again. Yeah. Like Yeah. I mean even in the sense that like um there's that one extra in like crank that shows up like a billion times. <laughs> that was a great one still. Okay, so Serene um, was like shows them uh, a mine shaft. At least I think it's just a big hole, and she's <laughs> which like, which is kind of what a mine is. Right, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but they go in there, and she's like, "That's where we're camping tonight." But it looks like they're in a yurt with like some crazy like fireplace hood, and like it looks gorgeous. It looks like a modern yurt that some like instagram model has that they threw some like dust in the corners it's a cave (laughs) the art department was trying their hardest they really were bless them right when they there's like 30 dollars that was on the budget (laughs) like they got allotted like a hundred dollars and they made it look really good for that hundred dollars they got they really did but they definitely went down to party city (laughs) and bought some cornstarch for some blood and a wig so then oh they bought the wig at parties yeah absolutely are you (laughs) kidding me um i think right before this scene is when they decided they needed to split up into two groups so like which the two groups when they split up that is my favorite sequence in this entire movie possibly Uh just is someone just like walking up there's just a static shot yeah of some lace underwear in a field oh my god and the guy walks up picks it up smells it (laughs) he's like and knows it's the woman that he's had one interaction Uh with yep that he's held and kissed her one Uh time yep like not even open uh, mouth kiss yeah just while as while stabbing a zombie next to him oh you know why because he's asian (laughs) (laughs) and then they find more bras and underwear and stockings and they all go nuts smelling them all which i mean maybe just the cameras were rolling and they got joey (laughs) patone's actual response and then one of them smell one of them says i can smell it it's a brothel gross yeah gross i mean no that's gross it's gross that they that that's the response that they can smell a brothel. I'm not inherently disgusted at the idea of a brothel. No, Wait. no, 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 no. The brothel's <laughs> fine. The fact that he's like, oh yeah, I that's the it. smell of a brothel. Yeah. That means that there's no medicine, no um, antibiotics in yeah. this future. There's some really bad STDs going on. I mean, to be fair, there's like barely all of those things right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally fair. Uh, uh, but you would assume that what you would assume that a brothel would have a distinct smell. Oh, also that brothel from like uh, fifty feet away. Um, no, but I mean, in the same sense that everywhere has a scent, <laughs> like Panera Bread. And right? McDonald's. Do you think they like? Do you think they like pipe in a sweet smell <laughs> in the lobby? It's like Universal, where mm-hmm. every ride has their own scent that they pipe out. I didn't know that about Universal. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, um, you go to the Wizarding World and it all smells like Christmas and like nice. All the bathrooms smell the same. I don't remember what the Simpsons smell like, but yeah, they do it to entice you. Yeah, I mean, I knew like the like the like the artificial sweet scent that Disney mm-hmm. pumps in mm-hmm, on like mm-hmm. Main Street, and it's a very distinct scent. Yeah, and like I've had I've smelled other things that smell like it, and you immediately go like 
are we in an amusement park? Exactly. That's what they want from you. I know. They're conditioning you. It's true. But then I ate the cookie. It was delicious. I'm sure it was. Yeah. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think the other group now is walking by a gate. Uh, it's like a weird fence with I think zombies. I think that's the sequence I was talking about where it's like the only time that he like is trying to be quiet. They're like, oh, don't make so much noise. <laughs> And then he grabs a pipe, beats the zombie. I mean, granted, he's like grunting the entire time. So it's not like, like I get that it's probably, it wasn't probably any quieter for him to shoot a gun than like grunt as he's beating something. I got to think it's a little bit more quiet. It's probably a little bit quieter. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Also, I mean, they're firing rubber guns, clearly. (laughs) But my favorite part of this scene is like, there's all these zombies reaching through a fence that is obviously trying to keep them back. And there's one zombie at the beginning of the line that's like holding on to a fence picket and also holding on with that same hand to like a bleached pelvis bone and <laughs> won't let go of it. <laughs> He's trying so hard to get through. Just let go of the pelvis bone. It'll be so much easier for also, you. Also, you don't eat bones. You eat brains. <laughs> Why do you need it? Maybe it's like a security bone. It like his true. mom gave it to him when he was a zombie kid. That's true. Also, that I love the fact that like, you know, like there's no, like when they cut to that wooden fence, there's like a sequence that they like almost pull the camera back too far and you can see the end of the fence of the fe- like you know they only built like a five foot section of this fence and like you can tell because there's no shadows right. on the ground behind it like it doesn't you can just tell and like they when they cut to it like opening up later on yeah they like pull back and you can kind of see just like the end of the fence there's a on the post right. that's just clearly nothing on the other side of it yeah yeah that's how they do it also, while the other group is in that whorehouse, yeah. or the brothel, or whatever yeah. they call it, did they make, like, a weird gay joke in the middle of it? Yes! I oh, was my like, God! I, like, and just the fact that, like, the fact that they were like, like, oh, it's cool, like, it was like, no, 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 man, you still no. made, you still made the joke. Yeah. Like, you yeah. still, like, mm. you still did the thing. Absolutely. That was exactly my response. It's like... They show like the two dudes in the bedroom together, and then the reaction and, of Joey. And, and it's like play. It's definitely like it shows the one person, and uh-huh. then you're like, "Oh, what's gonna happen?" And then you see like the lingerie thing, and you're like, right, "Oh, right. okay." And they turn around. And they turn around, and it's a it's another guy, right? And like that's supposed to be like this shocking or funny, right? Moment? Because like, he's I don't... wearing lingerie, and that's lingerie is for ladies, not for boys. I guess so. And we're not allowed to feel sexy. Nope. And the reaction of Joey and his lady friend are like, oh, my goodness. Oh, you guys have fun. Right. And it's like, okay, I know you're trying to cover your ass with that totally homophobic joke. Which but is also probably still... where my brain went. This movie probably was could have been a good movie in 2003 where this joke belongs. <laughs> Man, 2003 would have been awesome. <laughs> There's this one shot where the other team is on the mountain and like uh, Daisy Jane and her American boyfriend are like, oh, we love each other and we're alone. And Vermilion is clearly like, I don't know, five feet away from painted them. white. Like, like <laughs> not like, oh, he's like in the bushes. Like he's he's oh. 10 feet away from them. Painted stark white uh-huh. head to toe. Yep. 
laugh like he uh-huh. he makes noise like he he uh-huh. audibly laughs yep. at something they say as yes because they're talking about how they're never gonna get caught right. they're hunters and then he's like hiding behind twigs right. like just being like ha <laughs> <laughs> and you're like how did that's not this is not possible chapter six the <laughs> trap uh and then this is when whiskey joe explains about his tiny flask of blood Right. And I love that this, I love this little detail. He's like, oh, you know, this one's for drinking and this one's for blood. So if I ever get turned, I'll want to drink this blood and it's attached to all these detonators and I'll explode into pieces of whiskey joe everywhere. Yeah. I love that so much. Somebody explained to the screenwriter that Chekhov's gun theory. Because they do it like six times through the course of this. Like, they bring a thing up one time, and then everything they bring up in the first act yep. all comes true yep. by the third act. Yeah, yep. even down to the fact that they like while they're sitting in that bar talking about the the Coachella girl. Yeah, yeah. They like, oh, she's the greatest. She just finds you. They mention it one time, and then cut to twenty minutes later. She's she's there. She's on the team. They covered all their fucking bases. Yeah, they loaded. They make sure the gun's loaded. Lock and load. They're just shooting all these goddamn loose ends mm-hmm. down. Right? I They're love just like, it. Nobody's, we thought about all this. And you're like, did you? Because <laughs> maybe you could have left a couple loose ends and maybe focused on the maybe just kind of the how and when it happens. Right. Nope. The uh they find out it's an oh it's a trap because that's the name of the chapter. Right. We knew <laughs> as the audience. Right, because that's because we saw that as a yeah. trap. And we find the like the prostitutes are chasing them out. I'm sorry, the sex workers are chasing them out. And uh, there's a sign next to this obviously warehouse staircase that they're running out of that says Philly Farm. No, <laughs> I do not accept that. <laughs> and then my next note is I have made so many fart noises watching this movie, just a lot of. Ugh, <laughs> yeah i mean that sums it up <laughs> vaquero's dead right even though he's like talking like he's himself for yeah. a couple minutes afterwards yeah. i don't know because that's why i was like maybe because then there was the sequence before with the um with the voodoo lady and the joker guy and there was another person who's like oh maybe i'm strong enough and that's why i was like thinking maybe some of them have like special power these zombies are all over the fucking they were map. too busy making sure that we knew that joey town had a <laughs> flask full of blood that was I mean, laced with explosives worth it mm-hmm. um i mean to be fair that's the one that i've wanted them i would want them to keep in there oh absolutely that's the one that i actually paid off pretty well <laughs> yeah it did <laughs> uh and so joey he gets to play the harmonica for his buddy's death. Yeah, that also didn't make. There was no. It's not like a like you. If they'd like had this sweet moment where like they had played music together, no. it was the thing that reminded them of home. I saw anything. No. You know what I mean? Like there's no, no. It's because it's a fucking western, and he has to have a harmonica. Right. And we have to think that he's those actually the, playing that. Those are the union rules <laughs> for westerns. <laughs> there has to be a harmonica. Oh, I had he's no just, idea. He's just there so he doesn't get fined. <laughs> No. Oh, like I think there's a scene where Daisy Jane Oh yeah, they they go to that 
gigantic, massive statue of a woman that I don't understand why it's there, what it does. I also feel like I know how this happened, too. They went to location. There was a location <laughs> scout sure. who found something that looks really cool. Yeah. Because there's tons of really cool looking stuff in a bunch of little towns all the way through, like... California? I'm guessing... I, I was thinking this one was probably, like, an Atlanta shoot. Oh, or, like, a, like a Georgia, they, maybe? I don't think that they venture too far outside of California. I'm just kind of curious just because the tax break stuff. It feels like uh, a lot of sci-fi right, stuff shoots down, down That's in true. Atlanta. Especially zombie stuff. Right. Uh, specifically Walking Dead. Right. Anyway, Walking Dead really started the trend. Yeah, but. they really did. But Daisy is walking around, like, all these, like, what I guess are gravestones because they don't really talk about what they are. They're just, like, weird statues everywhere. Yeah. And she's, like, getting really weirded out. I'm like... You're in a fucking zombie apocalypse. Why are these graves weirding you out? Yeah. This makes no sense. Yeah, you've like murdered six people. <laughs> but in now the last I have 20 to see monuments of yeah. it. <laughs> right. uh, and they find a butcher cabin of some kind. I feel like I don't even remember. I feel like I don't remember this stuff. And then when you start talking about it, I remember right. all of it. <laughs> That's why I write the notes because otherwise I would totally forget. Okay, the butcher cabin is where. Her American boyfriend is being kept. Oh, right. In the cages. I think that's where all the that's... humans are being kept by Apocalypto. Okay. And there's like... That that sequence. That's the butcher cat. Okay. Yeah, because I, I called it that because there were like the tables with body parts that they were oh, feeding right. the other zombies in cages right, right, or whatever. Right. And I believe that's when Vermilion comes in, the Joker guy, and... <laughs> He totally fucking kills Daisy, and I totally did not expect that. Like, this specific movie, I expected everyone to survive and be like, boy, we sure are awesome. I feel like once she died, I was like, yeah, they're all going to die. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. It was like a a gut stabbing, right? Do you remember how she I died? Was, it was something. I I just appreciate that they killed her. Yeah. Uh, they get stuck in a mine shaft, and zombies are coming after them. I like that. I like that they were stuck and surrounded. So now they're fast zombies? <laughs> uh, nice shortcut. Oh, Nick Carter has this crazy monologue where he's like, I screwed up a lot in my life, blah, blah, blah. And like, it's very sincere. And I'm like, are you like trying to say this like for your past or for this character? This seems a little too sincere. <laughs> We've also just like not, like you haven't, said a goddamn word all fucking movie yeah like this entire movie there's been nothing like we don't know anything about you You no you 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 keep saying that you fucked up right and and it's just because they kept referencing that these brothers didn't like each other right for For all we know like he just moved out like we have no idea how he fucked up some people are trying to get past, like, the good guy, Serena. <laughs> I don't fucking know I don't her know. name. <laughs> and, like, uh, Nick and all those guys. They're trying to get past some guys and steal some horses. And the, the guys that own the horses are, like, they've got this guy pinned down and they're pulling his teeth. And you know what? That's the problem with the tooth-based economy. <laughs> right. Because people are just going to steal your teeth straight out your mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's a problem. I'm just clothesline motherfuckers left and right. Right? <laughs> Tie them strings on them teeth and close them doors. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Chapter 7. Attack on Desert Springs. Which I, I guess is a place that yeah, they needed that, to go to. That was to. like the last, that was like probably one of my last notes for this was like, wait, where's where? Desert Springs? <laughs> like, do we, like, 
Do we know or care about Desert Springs? I, like, I don't. Have you talked about Desert Springs at all? Like, is that the no, town they started in? I have no idea. Like, even the first one, the first attack where they talked about that town, I was like, I don't know what that is. Right. I don't know where any of these places are. It'd be are. like if we got to the end of the Lord of the Rings <laughs> and they were like, we're going to attack the Shire, but we just had never spent any time right. in the Shire whatsoever. <laughs> What's a fucking Shire? Right. And we're just like, oh, I guess that's a place. And I, I was starting to feel at this point that there's some pent up aggression between all these boy bands. And this was just another excuse to just attack and shoot I think at this, each other. I think this was all just like. Like, do you think when they went and did, like, weapons training, they just uh-huh. had photos of Justin Timberlake? <laughs> yep. Like, that was, the, that was the target. Like, uh-huh. th- I think this was a very big... <laughs> Cathartic move mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. I think their therapist organized this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like... Because they all have the same like, you therapist. Need, you need to go through the ego death. <laughs> <laughs> but first, the Justin Timberlake death. Right. Uh-huh. More Joe Peen. There's a lot of that, isn't there? There really, there really was, and I enjoyed every minute of it because they he he, he pee like crazy. He was like going up, down, around. It wasn't a normal pee. He was having fun with it. Yeah. And the ninja, he's still around. Yeah, Until, you're right. Still, and he has the best kills because he has katanas, and and throwing stars and all whatever stereotypical Asian things yeah and he uh, he had the best decapitation where he was just like two katanas like scissors love it i also love that at the halfway point of this movie the reason why they split off and they go looking the reason why they split off is because they're running out of supplies and then they just don't (laughs) they don't find supplies i forgot they were even looking for supplies they don't talk they're like oh we're running low on ammo and then it just never comes up again (laughs) they still have endless bullets it's fine well they have the guy with the katanas (laughs) run out of stuff oh one zombie gets his the top of his head shot off and like there's just a shot of like top headless zombie with his tongue waggling up in the air and it was beautiful and then the whiskey joe dies and uh, so sad yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was so emotionally attached to this character i know right okay and then trixie shows up again i don't i don't yeah understand. i don't know like but like she shows up and she's like hey i'm here whatever and then she dies and i'm like bitch you had one job and that was to not i also die. love the fact that like like there's a sequence where he deals with like 30 or 40 zombies uh-huh. and then you turn around and 10 feet behind him in an open field <laughs> Is one zombie who has his girlfriend on the ground. Uh, yep. And he couldn't. And you don't. No. And the camera's been looking in her direction the entire time. Yeah. You haven't seen anything like moving in the background nope. or going nope. past it. Nope. Reverse shot. <laughs> there she is. Oh, wait, 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 wait. First, before we uh, continue with uh, Trixie, they show before. Oh, God. Before Whiskey Joe, Zombie Whiskey Joe realizes he has a blood flask, they show his CGI guts Guts falling out. out. (laughs) Oh my God, it was so beautiful. (laughs) So, like, it didn't look real by any means, but it was beautiful. It was was so gorgeous. it 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 was something that the person who had to digitally put that effect in uh-huh. was very proud of oh and as they as, should as, be as it was perfect it, it was. was exactly what i wanted from that scene and then he got blowed up 
But so wait, so when Trixie and um, Ninja Guy are in the field and she gets bit, stupid, stupid. He just starts making out with her? He's open mouth making out with a lady who just got bit. What did he fucking expect except for her to bite his fucking tongue? I mean, the one other character literally just like stands there and watches as a small child bites him in the calf. Oh my god! Like thirty seconds later, like yeah, it's not... like and it was like everything was fine. You got through everything, and then you're just gonna be like, "Oh, dude, oh, that's not good." It is. Rolling back a little bit. The only thing I remember, also the only other note that I've got is like the the like guide girl and the Joker guy mm-hmm. face off in one sequence at the end, like get into a fight with each other. Yeah, and it's. There's like a couple of lines of dialogue about how they've been like waiting for this moment. But really? They never ref- they never referenced it <laughs> no. coming up. They've never interacted with each other. Nope. There's not not even been a moment where they've like been on screen opposite each other. No, no one. But they go fight each other like they've been like old enemies that are fighting each other like but dueling. To I the had death. no idea they even knew of each other's existence. Right. Like this is the first time. This is new knowledge. Also, Ninja Guy tries to kill himself after he turns into a zombie by committing Harry Carey because yep. he's Asian. Right. That's not how you kill a zombie. He's right. just going to be a zombie with, with a sword with, through his stomach. Right, with the open the open guts stomach Stupid. Thing. And then he, Nick Carter gets bit by a baby zombie. Oh, my God. We forgot to mention this at the beginning. <laughs> Serene, in her um, knowledge of all things Native American... Uh, they come across a zombie that's like tied up to some trees or something. Oh yeah, the, the like the um, the sky burial. Right. The... My grandmother taught me about the sky burial. Which, to be fair, I think if you rewrote the movie, uh-huh. would still be like a very like. In- I I think the movie would focus around that imagery with uh-huh. a better screenwriter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, and... it started to. Yes. They like try like they like definitely like knew that that was the imagery they wanted to like mm-hmm. only rest in death, give back to people, like yeah, yeah, yeah. do the right thing type stuff. For sure. But they didn't um take that imagery <laughs> or that thought process and apply it to any other part <laughs> of They this. didn't like, do that. Right, right. <laughs> like it like so when they got there, I was like, okay, this is like like when they get to the end moment, I'm like, okay, that's like kind of an interesting uh-huh. I mm. there's touches, there's moments, the mm-hmm. some light shines through. We're like, oh, somebody had a couple of good ideas. Sure, the, just... but it was another Chekhov's gun. Yeah, it was like remember this yeah. because it's very important to my people. Who are your people? Yeah, this is your people from like Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you can of mayonnaise. <laughs> you don't even deserve a jar. You're right. a can of exactly. mayonnaise. I often describe my name as a <laughs> tablespoon of mayonnaise. <laughs> but it was beautifully laid out with all the bones. She has committed Nick Carter to a sky burial, which is when... Uh, they basically just tie you up to a tree and let some zombies eat you. <laughs> no, well, it's supposed to be that uh, vultures are supposed to eat you. Oh. And then they go in the sky and yeah. shit you out so you fall from the sky that's how I I'm write that in my will. <laughs> what a sky burial. And that's the friggin' movie. You got through it in about as much time as we did. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how it works. I didn't hate this movie. Like, I, there are so many movies I've seen that I really did not care for, and this movie entertained me at the very least. Right. This is definitely one that 
um, if you're watching sci-fi and it happens to be on, it's like a, it's like a Tremors type deal. Uh huh. Except Tremors is better than this movie. What? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Tremors is better. Than I mean, this movie. obviously, but what about? I would put it in the same category with like the OG Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, interesting. Like not a particularly good movie. Oh, but fun. But really oh, fun. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like it's... the very first Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, movie? no, I not a no, very that, good movie. I just I watched it for the first time in forever last year, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. It does. It's clearly like very like very clearly just a wholesale ripoff of halloween oh absolutely and it's also the fun part is that that's not that's not like something we unfoundedly accuse of them <laughs> no. like it's something the screenwriter is like yeah we was just like saw that halloween did really well decided to make one of our own right. which is really uh, nick carter was mm. reading about denzel washington yes. and chris pratt starring in mm. a magnificent seven movie and, and he's went, like, oh, you know too. what? We should, I should do that. But we, we, we got to do something different. All right. Yeah, we'll make it our own. We'll make it our own. <laughs> uh, do you have a better name for this movie? Oh, do I have a better name for this movie? Dead Seven. I honestly could. I. I don't think I. I don't. I don't think I know enough of what happened in this movie <laughs> to give it a better name. <laughs> yeah, I really racked my brain on this one, and I could not like. Yeah. I'm Dead Seven's pretty good because everyone's dead of those seven, if right. there were even seven. Right. There might have been nine, there might have been six. Yeah, Depends on how you were counting. It's yeah. It's up in the air. And I also did you have a favorite line from this movie? Uh, other than the um kill the psycho witch <laughs> and um everybody's gotta die someday tagline. That's, oh, I actually the... wrote that one down too. So I think that one's the winner because it's so cliche. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you serious? Everyone's going to die someday? Oh, fuck. Well, I, I guess I might as well go do. on this suicide mission with you because <laughs> one day I'll die another time. Oh, God. I'm sorry, but I'm not. Hey, do you have anything you want to promote? Um, right now I kind of don't, I'm trying to, right now I'm just in the process. I'm trying to find another venue space to host my, um, I was doing a uh, charity comedy show before the pandemic started called beers and bits. Nice. You can find it on Facebook and follow up the page and do all that type of stuff. But you can also reach out to me directly if you're listening to this and you have a cool venue space that you would like to run the charity show out of. Nice. Cause that is what I'm looking for. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, other than that, I don't really have anything big going on right now. Um, all of my social medias are Ethan Miller stands up, um, including, well, by all of them, I mean, Instagram and TikTok, cause those are the two that I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> you got those after your horrible accident and you had to relearn how to walk. Yep. TikTok has been teaching me all sorts of things. <laughs> Dude, I have all the best jokes about TikTok by, uh, just cause it's, it's a wild place. It's the wild west. I love it so much. Same. Absolutely. I get all of my all of my science information. <laughs> and just some, some woodworking too. Yeah, you know, some something like oh that thrown God, in there. Yeah. I have an entire like joke written about like watching TikTok. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean it was well, it's mostly just like just a random thing I saw on TikTok and then a, a diatribe about me like, I don't know, ten minutes about me like yelling about how runners get up in the morning and rub Vaseline on their nipples and walk out the door <laughs> and tell themselves that they're healthier than you. Yep. Yeah. That's that's it. It's a real thing downtown. I know. 
It's gross. It is kind of gross. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. It's been fun. It I, has I, Next time, <laughs> I'm going to make you watch D-Day. No, I'm not watching it. With Randy Couture. Nope. Uh, Chuck Liddell. Uh-uh. And Nick Cage's son. <laughs> nope. The funniest thing about... Okay, so... Like, Chuck Liddell was, like, the early MMA champion when I was, like, a kid. Like, when I was in, like, high school. Okay. And he just, you just look at that man and you know he has bad takes. Like, you just, you see him and you're like, <laughs> this dude has, like, slapped a woman in a truck stop. Like, he is, I, like. And doubles it, down on why. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And loves you, Rogan. Actually, no. He like pretty famously <gasps> doesn't like Joe. <laughs> what an MMA guy who doesn't like Joe. I have no idea. Sorry, he was just a commentator and whatever. And then Randy Couture was a guy who was an MMA fighter in the same era, mm-hmm. but was substantially older than everybody. He retired when he was like sixty-five. Holy he was a professional shit. fighter until he was like sixty-five. That's insane. And was winning fights. Like was not like was a contender. You're blowing my mind. Yeah, he started when he was forty. Oh my god! He like got into the MMA when he was fo- into MMA when he was like forty, and won a, won a belt by the time bones. he was fifty, and then like, I just think it's wild that somebody was like a cage fighter until they were like a senior citizen. Are you kidding me? That's totally insane. Yeah, I can't. Do that. No, I couldn't. I'm. I've been prepping my whole life to do that, and I can't. <laughs> I was gonna say like I was a boxer. And did jujitsu and did Thai and all of this stuff. I am 31 and I could not, like, no. I couldn't imagine starting a professional fighting career right now. No. That's what, what I want. I just wanted to also just wanted to shit on how goofy those two and, like, just like, because I can't, I like, I cannot imagine, like, I can't imagine being in the editing room trying to cut together a movie with Chuck Liddell and Here's Randy Gator talking to each other. <laughs> Here's what we do. You watch the movie, you cut it up into bite-sized bits. <laughs> I will watch that, and then we'll Dude, talk about it over Zoom. Time. There we go for like five minutes. <laughs> it'll be like it'll be a mini of yes. And just the fact that Nick Cage's son took the Coppola name back. Oh my God, that that in itself, come on. Yeah, because Nick Cage is Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. Because right. Hollywood is one. You were talking about nepotism. It's what it all is. Uh-huh. It all is oh my, that. That's what. That's what rich people are. Right. They're just nepotism. And and then when you're not nepotism, you like got in through nepotism still. Cause like mm-hmm. Jonah Hill was good friends with a Coppola's daughter. And that's, that's, what that's I'm how he saying. got into movies. I, we all should have just fucking moved to LA when yep. we were in elementary school. Yes. And now we would all be in movies. Yep. And famous well, at least rich. Yeah. That's all I care about. I mean, or we'd be living in LA, making a lot of money and spending it all on living in LA. That's yeah, that's also LA. Fair. But if we move there early enough, we right. could have gotten. We could be the... a Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> who is also an industry plant, or a Billie Eilish, who's also an industry plant. Right? I just learned that Billie Eilish's mom was supposed to be in the Between the Two Ferns movie as Zach Galifianakis's sister. Interesting. Yeah. And this is before Billie Eilish was right. famous, so they yeah. didn't know. Well, because yeah, she's been she's like a producer, and then her yeah, I mean, she's like yeah, her like dad is some some big wig in the business too. Yeah, because yeah. it's all fucking everyone is knows. God damn it! Why don't we know any people? Because we live in Chicago. Oh right, <laughs> <laughs> like that's the short answer. 
It's because like uh. the highest, like the most clout you're gonna get is out of fucking Timothy O'Toole's. <laughs> God, right? Damn you're gonna it. like the best you can do is like you win an audition to go to like JFL. <laughs> like that's the best. Like that's the top. And don't get me wrong. So it's a huge goal. Like that's a goal oh, of mine. Like, absolutely, absolutely. But like that's like the high water mark. Like uh-huh. that's the most we can do. Like, oh no, you know, I'm looking at all my emails. Like, ooh, maybe I should audition for this commercial. <laughs> I'm not gonna get a commercial. Are you kidding me? I've had a couple friends who've gotten commercials out of here. Most of them then took that money and moved to New York or Los <laughs> Angeles because they don't need right. a job if you get a national. Right, right, right. I'm not moving. It's fair. I mean, climate change, man. You won't have to. The industry will come to you when, oh, when California yeah. turns into an island off of the coast. Sweet, sweet oceans turning everything into shoreland. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on the Asylum Case Studies. Special thanks to this week's guest, comic Ethan Miller and a very handsome Andy Slater, engineer and mixer extraordinaire. Make sure to visit our website at asylumpod.com where you can find my link tree, which will lead you to any and everywhere you need to be regarding this podcast. While you're at it, if you found mild enjoyment in the show, I'd appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help me out too. Unless you're going to be a dick, then no thank you. I'm Tressa Slater, and until next week... Everybody's got to die someday.